0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Lumber Channel live. Uh, we're gonna uh, go for week. We're gonna say this is week what? Greg and Matt for uh, the Lumber Channel the, the, week the, two. Week two. Um, and this show, I gotta quit saying um. My wife told me after she listened to our last podcast, we are week two of the Lumber Word. And uh, how's your guys' week going so far, Matt? Were you out last week, or were you are you back now? With your beautiful Mount Bachelor picture. In the no, bottom. I
1: was. Yeah, thanks. I was, I was, I was working last week. Um, wasn't super busy, but I'm a little busier this week. But it's still not as busy as it was in July. Greg, how about yourself?
2: Um, I, <clears throat> it's been, you know, it's been straight out busy, Ash. Um, you know, the, I, I look at the market and. I mean there's there's lots going on every day um you know it's part of it's a part of it part of it's a mindset but you know the reality the reality is uh there's there's a lot of lumber flowing every day there's liquidity in the marketplace and we can talk about you know the price action which you know clearly we've been under pressure now for for several for several weeks and it's like you sell a lot of lumber today and a couple of days later, you can sell a lot of lumber, but you just have to be a lot cheaper.
0: Go ahead. So sorry. If I, if I walked into class and they gave me a pop quiz today and said, hey, sum up the lumber in the last week, I'd probably say two, two to three weeks ago, we started maybe losing a little liquidity. The market had, if you want to look at and Greg, you have a good point all the time about the CME. It's so lightly traded. It's something to watch when it goes a big premium and a big discount. We were a big premium four weeks ago. We are now, I would say, arguably not knowing exactly where four inch cash is on Spruce, a somewhat of a discount. Uh, We're trying to find a bottom in here. We know when we get sub 400 BC relative to BC, uh, it's probably unsustainable. Uh, we all get print and look at the numbers being down. With that said, uh, Greg, you summed it up pretty pretty well when I talked to you um, this week that the market probably. You know, I'm going to put word rolled over a few, two to three weeks earlier than you may have thought it had. But with that said, there's still really decent liquidity out there. When you hang numbers on something, you get orders. Uh, so that's how I would write my quiz up. Greg, what do you think on that? Yes.
1: Matt, <laughs> what's your thought? You know, I, I I just feel like we're in a normal kind of August market where people are on vacation and they're distracted and you know, it's hot out. So there's just not as much flow of material to job sites as there would be in in a cooler, you know, fast forward a month from now, you're going to have a lot cooler temperatures and, and probably a lot more material moving out to job sites in September than, than August. And so to me, this is expected. We had a pretty busy July based on supply constraints so people kind of reinvested and refilled their coffers a little bit. Now they're now they're just digesting through that material. And I don't think there's a lot of inventory laying around that's like, you know, like what I would call distressed inventory. I really don't. I think most of that's been cleaned up the last 90 days. It's it's people could probably buy some lumber if they really wanted to, but we're not quite to the value point on dimension lumber yet where, where guys like me or you are gonna say, yeah, let's throw down and buy 20, twenty, thirty cars of that, you know. Now on studs, some things have changed quickly, and I think that we are like on some stud trims and some some of the studs that we're we're much busier on studs right now at Hampton than um, than on like dry spruce dimension. So, yeah, you know, I think maybe the bottom's in on that. We'll see as the month goes on, but, what but are, it feels what like are,
2: what are what are dry hem for
1: eight and nine foot worth delivered Chicago today? Uh below five hundred on the uh two four eights on on the nine footers. I mean it's kind of a guess. I'd say five and a quarter, five thirty, somewhere in that range. Maybe maybe five ten to five twenty. You know, it just depends on who you're talking to and what market you're at. But our problem at Hampton is we don't make a lot of nine-footers. That's not really an issue for us. We're more like Potlatch, Potlatch p- pumps out a straight, you know, whole bunch of 92s 96s, and that's that's kind of how our mills are set up as well. So, so how,
2: how is the home center um, takeaway right now? Good question. Um, is, that, is that why the eight foot is more plentiful, or is it is it because?
1: <coughs> I think we filled up their I f- filled up their inventories in in July. We have a little teeny bit of excess eight foot the last two weeks, but that's going away. So we're back into the shoulder season now and, and um, our takeaway is still really good with the home center business. That's not, that's not slowed down a bit. In fact, it's heading into the busiest time of year. So I would assume that eight foot premium lumber is going to get tight again here over the next 60 days and all the way through. great, Great
0: question to add to that. Do you, Greg and Matt, think that maybe the eight footers are still have a lot of, Liquidity in them is one the home centers, but two and Greg, you brought this up months ago uh, talking to people. Are people trying to build homes a little bit less expensive or smaller, and and maybe putting eight foot walls into homes instead of nine and ten foot walls in some cases in new homes?
2: We got reports and 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 I think the I'm not sure if it's if it's if it's if it's teased out in the major builders. Uh, earnings reports, but we have reports from the field that listen, the, the builders are building smaller houses um, you know to deal to get a, a more effective price point. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. affordability is one of the big issues and um, <clears throat> okay I mean yeah okay. Alan's sharing that he got uh 455 on 116. So I don't I'm not sure if that's mill delivered or uh or both
1: <laughs> I'm assuming it's delivered to wherever it <coughs> is yeah
2: yeah um so yeah yeah so I think I think that's the part of the reason on eight eight foot, eight footers I have some relative strength due uh due to the fact that there's more demand um on the smaller homes
0: yeah and Greg you always you always say too that the nine footers are going to continue to be a staple item because there's so much is used in multifamily and obviously new home construction also uh, Ellen just said cars to Texas.
2: Good, good. Yeah. Sale.
0: So good uh, sale. In, that's in, that's pretty yeah. cheap. Inventory. Um, we always talk about where is the wood in the pipeline right now? Is it at the mill level? Is it the distribution level? Where do you both see inventories at? And I think from what I see watching the CME and everything, everybody's in a, as Greg, as we put it, There's accumulation, there's distribution. It seems like everybody's in the distribution mode of uh, in the inventory cycle right now.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you think about if you think about when, you know, we when we we, when we most recently bottomed out um, uh, back in back in back in late May. I mean, Western Spruce two by fours on the CME had a one hundred and sixty dollar rally from. You know from from let's just say mid-may to mid to mid-july and i mean there was a lot of inventory accumulation in the in the in the, in the pipeline that went along with that it, and it was driven by the curtailments and summer shutdowns i mean we've given back a hundred dollars of that i guess i'm trying to wrap my head around going okay so you know how, how are we going to go all the way back down to where we were or you know, somewhere for that. And, you know, it's interesting when, you know, Matt was saying it's like, you know, August kind of like summer doldrums. And I always think about, I mean, every year, every year is different. But when I talk about spruce and I think about the seasonality of it, um, this year has been very, very typical. You have a, a Q1 inventory accumulation into the spring building season. You have a, Uh, a a q2 correction then you have a rally into summer shutdowns and and midsummer, and then you have a correction into august historically you have another kind of bounce somewhere here to the first of september into mid-late september uh and then you resume that downward to the seasonal low in late october november december so um Trying to, you know, I mean, I'm trying to like, if I put that as a backdrop, uh-huh. the market yeah. seems pretty oversold right now, technically and yeah. emotionally.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I'm emotionally, I'm emotionally oversold right now. <laughs>
1: are you, are you drained?
2: Uh,
0: not yet.
1: Are you tired? Are you exhausted? Not
2: yet. Not yet. I've great, got a lot of Great,
0: lot great, of point. Everything. great point. Let me jump in and ask a question then, then with you here. You always had, Matt and I always talked with you for the last 20 years about what's the best short you can take. You know, one that you can cover in 24 to 48 hours, right? I have a feeling from what I'm seeing out there on bids from people now and what I'm hearing people are taking in the wholesale community that we may be getting near your oversold because there are people that are frustrated. At this point in our life, when we get frustrated as seasoned traders, we sit back and let other people do things that don't make sense. Does that make sense? And-
1: That's happening right now on studs, dude. That's my um, point, Matt. We've we've got people trying to come in and buy last week's cheapest price today at minus 20 of what we took last week on stuff that we sold already and we're just like yeah no we'll pass you know so when when you start seeing evidence of of that it's exactly what you're just talking about yeah and before. i think
0: we're seeing the evidence of that and i know greg and i were talking this week about boy we hung some numbers on something that we had and somebody else took it right like, why would they take that right <laughs> and and so yeah. it's it seems to be and i could be wrong but those are the orders that get taken out of frustration or out of I have to do something. Right.
1: Yeah. Greg, right. does that make sense too? I think frustration is a yeah. big one and boredom, you know. So if you don't have a like I don't, I mean Greg has mill production to yeah. sell, right? And Greg has imported lumber on contract that he has to sell. So basically he acts like a a mill, you know, and mills are always long. So they always have to find the market. Yeah. Traders can stop traders can take a break a break if they want to and they can choose to be long or short or neutral right now i'm neutral i'm not short i think it's too late to be short you know just as a general theory uh you know the time to be short is when everybody's wanting to buy and the time to be long is when everybody's wanting yeah. to sell like right now is more of a mills wanting to sell i don't think there's a lot of like i said earlier i don't think there's a lot of excess inventory laying around i would buy lumber right now if somebody came to me with some yes. good deals but I'm not getting good deal to death at this point, really. There's just not a lot of things out there that I'm being offered that attracts me. And so I'm just content to sit back and sell what little inventory I have and just be patient. It is it is mid August and the, the market will tell me where to go next. Right. I'm not going to force it. So
0: if, if you're um, a um, if you're a large buyer out there, whether you're at a home build, a home builder, a chain yard whatever. So some of this. What I consider the smart buyers are inputting bids in right now and are having people take orders and and the way they do it is by saying, hey, we're not worried about ship time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, the big one. Anybody that tells me I'm not worried about ship time, but can you take this 60 bucks under this price like I run away from right away. Uh, but with that yeah. said, there's a lot of that being done. Uh, where, where are you all seeing the multifamily side of business right now with jobs in the in the forward business, because that's that's uh that's typically uh, what, what are you seeing typical for this time of the year, Greg, on on the multifamily jobs. So,
2: <clears throat> multifamily segment is, is 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 has is pretty active. It appears that there's a lot of jobs out there that are running late and delayed for you know one reason or another. I'm trying to get a handle on you know what's left to cover for. You know between now and the end of the year you know you think right now um you know right now i think that people are, are 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 waiting on the prices to come back on a lot of things that they have in the pipeline for kind of that october you know october november start and and historically um you know when people start talking november december start that's that's first quarter. That's that says first quarter to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um so but I mean my wild card on on multifamily is is there gonna be issues as we move forward here in the third and fourth quarter with you know slowdown due to financing because of the regional banks that that dominate that space. Uh I mean, another negative that we I mean, it's been a positive. has been single family home sales have been better than everybody's expectations. I saw where uh, the 30-year mortgage hit a 21-year high yesterday and mortgage applications were down. So maybe, you know, is that going to be a bogey for, is that, is that, is that going to be a big headwind for the balance of the year? Are we going to, where the single family had been better than everybody expected for the last six, six months or so, is it not going to meet that expectation? Um,
0: well, meanwhile, Greg, money markets are paying 5%, which is
2: 5.5.35 today, actually,
0: which is which is, you know, the last time they paid
2: that um, I I don't know the last time they
0: paid it, but I think it started. I think it, I think the, the, it started with a one nine two thousand two thousand. I think two thousand. I was told today two thousand eight. When they were about this high bef- um, before they you mean, uh, you mean just 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 prior to the crash that's what i was what i was told <clears throat> today by Uh-oh. somebody that was trying to push me on one of those to, to buy it.
1: <laughs> it's like playing golf dude you don't say the s word okay
0: yeah yeah I, that's right
1: <laughs> let's not go there that's right so w-
0: um, if you're a buyer if you if you let's remove our sellers hats for a second here but we are buyers too matt Greg, uh, what do you tell the buyer of a, you know, that buys a lot of lumber sitting at his location up in Minneapolis or down in Texas, um, whether they're an independent or a chain yard? I mean, I'm sure some people get together in big groups and discuss what they want to do. But if you are going to some of them and tell them what's the reasons that you or what should you be doing right now as a buyer? I mean, most people can we both can we all agree have 60 days inventory? Does that make sense?
2: I, I don't know. That's, that's, I mean, I think that's part of a question. It's just depending on depending on who you are. Um, I don't think anybody as an end user has an exceptionally high inventory. I think they all have an adequate inventory for their current level of business. And they're going to react very quickly to any slowdown in their sales pace will be a pullback on purchasing um increases in their sales price or steady in their sales pace you know will just have them continue to do what they're doing but obviously price declines like this you know by by accident people let their inventories fall because when the price goes down, it doesn't matter how much lumber you have; you have too much.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Um,
1: I would say, uh, I would tell people, my own strategy is, I'm going to carry less inventory for the balance of the year and just be a little more nimble than i than I have been. I mean, there was some real good investment opportunities presented to me from January through May of this year. And and that made sense. Right. I mean, it just when you're when you're when you're given a huge basis to deal with. Um, on spruce two before two basis works, basis works, and, doesn't it, Matt? Well, when you're buying two before two and better at the number three price and selling a big premium in the board, it's a it's kind of a, a child can do it. It's not like I had to really put a lot of thought into it, but that's not available to me right now. Um, I'm more concerned about economic headwinds in the future at this point for the whole country. There's nothing to do with housing, just, just the general economy. And, um, so under those conditions, I just feel like, uh, a guy that's a risk manager should just take less risk. And that's, that's, that's how I would counsel so customers right hey look at your inventory as a pile of risk and it. so what market. are mills going to do
0: as far as uh as far as production goes if everybody's kind of got the clutch pushed in a little bit as far as building inventory because that inventory has to go somewhere
1: well they'll push and push and push until they don't like the prices anymore then they're, they're they'll curtail you know we'll see more curtailments announced at some point there'll be some shock to the system we're not done with the market i mean just because I have a theory doesn't mean it's going to come true either, right? We could we could actually see demand increase substantially in the third and fourth quarter from both the single family and the, the multi-family, how, you know? You, how, you just,
2: how is that going to happen? What is going to be? What I don't know. I mean, be, the, what, uh,
1: what possible
2: catalyst could there be for that to happen for, for end-use good consumption to increase? I mean, seasonally, it's going to fall in the, third, in the fourth quarter anyhow. I mean, that's a given.
1: Right. Seasonally, it's going to fall. Right. But I, I, I'm I'm just saying, Greg. You know, things happen that we you're don't talking expect. You talk about, about the enough. hand, like yeah, the hand right.
0: of God theory, Matt. But we used to talk about.
1: Sure, I'm just like okay, things yeah. happen. Like we, you know, one year we one one year we had Katrina, and I remember uh, the president of Hampton at the time asked me, "Why is the board going up limit every day because of a hurricane?" I'm like, "I don't know. Maybe it's because it wiped out a bunch of yellow pine production." You know, and you know, did anyone expect that? Does it make sense that you're like demolishing? Right, and we, you know, what to to your point, we it was
2: somewhat similar to where we were today, where the market was under pressure, and use consumption was good and chewing up wood, but everybody was draining, and then Katrina hit, and we had was like a hundred and, hundred and something dollar rally. So yeah, that, I mean that's a legitimate point, Matt. Okay, I I got that. I'm with
1: you. That's I just you know you always have to expect the unexpected in our business, and and it's odd that we can. Have an entire year where somebody doesn't throw us a curveball, right? And so far, we haven't really seen any curveballs this year. We're like, we're eight and zero on the uh, reading
2: of the. I, mean, I think the biggest. I think the biggest curveball this year happened right at the be right at the beginning of the year when we came in and everyone is, was expecting a million one housing starts and things were so much better and we had a huge rally in January and another huge rally in March. Um, You know, I mean, if that if that that was that was the curveball and back to my theory is the market always has the biggest moves when reality is so much different than what people's expectation expectation that reality is going to be. So I'm always trying to think, what is the market's expected reality for the rest of the year? And, And to your point, what could happen
1: that would change that reality? You just never know right you never know but if you don't know and you're not sure the best thing to do is just to be nimble and you know keep your keep your inventory manageable that's really the straightforward answer that's how i would mm-hmm. any of my customers i'd tell them the same thing yeah
0: so look at what our expectations are kind of in line with everybody else's right now aren't they
1: i don't know i mean if you're talking to a treater or to Home Depot and Lowe's, their expectations are upward. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have a, they have a, they have a different look. Uh, they're, they're gearing up for the busiest time of the year for them. Um, and they keep, they keep forecasting year over year growth. It doesn't matter, you know, what's going on in the world, whether it's COVID-19 or, or lumber prices deflating by 80%, you know, they're just, they're like the Energizer bunny. Yeah. So, and then, you know, We did we expect that the uh the DR Hortons and the Lennars of the world were going to go out and buy down points and keep the houses moving and have real good success with that strategy? You know, I mean, they've they've done very well this year, and you know, my hat's off to them. They they got creative and they've they've kept the the ball moving. Well, it's
2: also that's been heavily driven by the lack of availability of existing homes.
1: That's I mean, that's been the that's been the biggest that's been the biggest driver on that is. Oh, hold on a second, Greg. I just got a report from my Portland real estate buddy Okay, said that the, uh, the July year over year. Yeah. The July year over year homes available to sell in the Portland metro area was the lowest it's ever been. (laughs) So that, that condition hasn't changed. It's, you know, people are entrenched in their 3% mortgages. They have no reason to move. And, um, you know if they do move they're probably moving out of state they're not moving to a different neighborhood right they're just like they got transferred to you know idaho or so something.
0: all right let's let's uh let's just real quick ask a question uh if you had to buy one item today and sell one item today what would you buy and what would you get rid of
1: man that's tough Studs, eights, and nines, you know, make offers, cheap offers. If you can get somebody to, to dance beyond studs, you know, they've corrected quite quickly. What would you sell? Um, I don't know, two by six, anything, just because it's not as liquid as two it four. used to be. It's not that it's a price point. You know, two by six, you can buy cheaper. Yeah. Again, it's cheaper than two before. And for the longest time, we were a premium on two by six, right? Doesn't matter if it was yellow pine or spruce or dug for him hem just two x six everything with a grade stamp on it, uh two and better or higher grade was a premium to two before and that's flipped. So on this, you know, at the same point you could say it's a value now, but it still needs to be sold. There's mills that have piles of two x six laying around and and as a as a mill guy, I would want to sell yeah, that. I mean and then that you know, therein lies the challenge is is that there. I don't look at
2: any lumber product today as being quote unquote investment level. So you know, what do I look at in, as at, at investment level? Historically low, historically low price, well below mill, you know, cost of production. And is it hedgeable? Well, there's really nothing that's hedgeable today with, you know, the future market at the, you know, the 85 equivalent Western Spruce. So there's really, really nothing that's hedgeable from a basis standpoint. Um, you know, and in, and in terms of, you know, what would I sell? Well, I mean, kind of like, everything's a sell. It's just a question of, like, where's that price relative to that investment? And, um, you know, to Matt's point, two by six, um, you know, as a, as a mill mil sales, um, you know, the mill ha- has been happy to, you know, increase their production and, and shipments on two by six because it's been getting the best return,
0: isn't well, that isn't that crazy? Doesn't that guess, isn't that crazy how that just happens? Guess you know and and it, like it took longer than everybody took longer than everybody thought, right? Uh, so it,
2: it held in a lot longer than yeah. everybody thought, right? You know, um, but you know it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be undervalued into the into the fall also.
0: So the one thing I see all kinds of lists of today where the people that didn't send me lists for three months that are now sending me lists two by four two by four, two by four, and two by six, 10 footers. So yeah. Ryan, if there's something to put an offer on to, to mills that want to move two by six and two by four 10 footers, that's probably something people could have bids on because, you know, but, like, over- but there's an item like two by 610.
2: I mean, the price has held up really high for such a long time. But I mean, it's so far from being any kind of a value. I Good mean, point. Good only, point. It's only value is trans. It's only value is transactional. Yeah. Um, I mean, two by four tens are actually getting to the price, and I bought. I bought some yesterday because um, they're getting down to the price where I mean, I know they can go a little lower, but yeah. You know, I mean, they're they're a place where I'm willing to start to accumulate. It, them. It's it's funny, sure. Greg, because
0: sure. that's the one item I've seen all kinds of bids on almost every day now. Even though they're maybe significantly below what anybody wants for them, but it's the one thing that has enough liquidity where people are still looking for it. So, um, it's a well, good Alex, point. it's great to have the, it's great to have
2: the show back. Um, I mean, we get on a regular schedule now. I mean, I think we maybe we you know it's get almost time for uh, you know football season. So we'll probably have to get like you know our uh, we'll have to
0: get Peyton and Eli to come on. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to get our, our guest uh, rotation going again and see who we can get on here. But look at Matt, Greg, I appreciate both of you taking your time out of your busy schedules to do yeah, this today. No and uh, everybody that showed up, uh, this will be live on. or You can watch us, rewatch it, and send it to people on either Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, or I shouldn't say Twitter anymore. It's called X now, right? Love that.
1: Yeah, everybody still yeah. calls it Twitter. So, yeah, I guess
0: I I have to I just have to work on figuring out how to get a more
2: you know a more a, a more appropriate backdrop. I mean, you guys look so high tech there. You know, Matt out in the, Matt Matt out in the, up in the mountains, and uh, you know, at, at Ash in the <laughs> studio.
0: Greg, it throws a good mix. It go throws a good mix of diversity uh, in into our group. <laughs> uh, All right, guys, real cheers. good. See you
2: Bye. Take care.